What's up, besties? Welcome back to another episode of Net Worth and Chill with me, your host, Vivian Tu, aka your rich BFF and your favorite Wall Street girly. Before we start the episode, I'd like to thank my advertising besties at Marshalls. I know you know that Marshalls always has your back with the latest high-quality, on-trend fashion, beauty, and home decor merchandise at amazing prices. But did you know they also have an incredible self-care section? That's right ranging from skincare to bath and body and beauty tools to hair care. Marshalls gets you the deals on all the good stuff. That way you can invest your savings in any of your future endeavors. Managing your finances properly does not mean you have to sacrifice quality on the things that make you feel great. Marshalls makes it possible to get the good stuff for less. It is officially holiday event season. I don't know about you, but I have tons of holiday plans coming up like work events, dinners with friends, trips to the winter village, because yes, I am practicing ice skating and I'm dying for a raclette sandwich. And I have absolutely no idea what to wear to any of them. Every day I wake up, I walk to my closet, I look inside and I say, I have nothing to wear which is kind of a crazy comment, right? Because I'm literally looking at a full closet of clothing. So I thought, what better way to get some free styling advice than to invite my friend, who is the world-renowned flash fashion blogger behind Where Did You Get That, stylist and creator. Everyone, please welcome Karen Blanchard. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, round of applause. Yeah, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to meet you again. Oh, yes, you too. Before we jump in, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the BFFs and talk about your earliest memories with money. Um, I know at the Marshalls event that we both spoke at in New York last month, you mentioned how fashion was important to you ever since you were young. What was your first substantive memory related to clothing and fashion and money? Yeah, 100% it has to be. And I've said this to my followers before, which is um, I was raised by my mom and uh, we didn't have much money. And so my and I still think about this to today, which is we would go to the local street markets in London and buy inexpensive clothing so it would either be gently worn or you know it was just clothes that you could buy for less and um you know we'd buy we'd come home and we'd have a like a bag full of clothing and we'd just tip it um upside down on the kitchen table and have like a heap of clothes and um i would try them all on because i couldn't try them on at, at the market so we'd have like a mini fashion show my mom and i trying on all these inexpensive clothes and just getting a kick out of how they fit and how they look and if it matched the way we thought they would when we bought them when my mum bought them. And I remember that my love for fashion started then because it showed that you could buy, it's a tangible example of how you can buy something for not too much, not spend much, but you can get a really cool outfit or outfits. So that was, that. I know that to me is like a, was a really, at the time I didn't know, but now looking back on my life, I see that that was a very special moment and memorable time just for my mum and I um, and just something that we love to do. Was there like a specific piece that you just remember is like burned into your memory? You were like, this was my greatest get? Wow. Um, it probably was this dress. I don't know who it was by, but I just remember that. I remember what it looked like. I even have a photo of it somewhere. <laughs> it was this uh, midi length. It's funny. I, and I like midi length now, but I was growing up. I had a midi length dress. It was sleeveless, high neck. It had white 
it had a uh, flat pockets on the front, two flat pockets on the hip, on each hip, and uh, the pockets were like trimmed in white. And like I said, it was like a navy blue, zipped up the back, and it fit me like a glove because it was like a very like a form-fitting dress, almost like a linen fabric. So there's no room for error. So we guessed the size, um, and she zipped it up, and it fit perfectly. So I think because it fits so well. It's like ingrained in my memory now, like for life, that, oh, that dress fits so good, you know, and, you, and I remember it cost next to nothing. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you can like still describe it so intimately yeah. because that must have meant so much to you. And yeah. so you grow up thrifting and styling secondhand fashion. How did that impact your trajectory into the fashion space now, especially mm. now that you are this icon. And do, do you think this influenced the way you approach styling now? It does, because um, what happened was, because that bug stuck with me back then, when I um, grew up uh, later on in London and then moving to New York, I loved the, and had a taste for it, right, of just shopping on the budget. So, you know, I would just continue that because I knew from young that you could find good things without spending too much. So that just just kept going. So I would just go to like, you know, thrift shops and vintage shops and just any anywhere that was inexpensive to find looks because I didn't have too much money in, then at the time either. So, but I knew that didn't, that didn't matter. That doesn't stop me. You know, if you if you've got an eye for style and you love it, nothing's going to stand in that. Nothing's going to stand in your way. <laughs> You're going to find it regardless. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah. So you mentioned like when you have an eye for style, nothing's going to stand in your way. But when you move from London to New York, you were going to chase your childhood dreams in fashion. How did this impact your finances, the way you viewed money? Because that's probably a pretty scary move, right? That's like a very, very far distance. Like, yeah. did you know that this was going to be your career or was it still kind of just like a half-baked pipe dream at the time? It was just a pipe dream because um, at the time I moved, I actually had a nine-to-five job. I managed to get one and um, I didn't, I wasn't really doing fashion for a living at that time. What were you doing in that nine-to-five? Do you mind me asking? Yeah, I was working in a printing company that was nothing to do with fashion. I was just dying a slow death at my desk every day because <laughs> I hated it. But, you know, it was like, it was a means to an end, right? It was a paycheck. Yeah, so, sure. and it was a means to an end because it was a means for me to shop. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'd like, you know, I could use some of that money to like, you know, go to like places and just try and find things to buy. So it was really a vehicle to do what I really loved, which was like fashion and, and mixing and matching outfits. And I worked in an office that was very um, informal. So you could dress how you kind of wanted. Um, so, which was even better. So I was able to, you know, just on the lunch hours, I would run off to like stores and just find things for like cheap and like put them all together and with looks. And, um, and that's how my blog evolved. It started because I knew that that's why I actually love. I really loved clothes. I love fashion of playing with that. So I started my blog because my job was nothing to do with fashion. And so I started it as an outlet. It was almost like a diary, like a personal diary. I just, yeah, it was very I love that. You know, just a, it, it filled a hole that was missing that um, only something that you love fills. And so that's why I started the blog. And it was called, where did you get that? Because I'm a nosy Parker. I love stopping people on the street and literally asking them. Um, and I still do that to this day. And they ask me the same. So it felt like the right title. And it was just like an outlet for me to just show what I loved and mixing and matching and just hopefully show people that you can do it. That was yeah. really it. I love that you're nosy because I feel like um, that's all of my girlfriends. We're always like, where did you get that? Link me, like show me, tell me. Yes. Um, but you know, you start your blog, where did you get that? 
what was your experience in the blogging space? Had you done it before? Like, did you have any idea where it was going to go? Like, how did you learn how to do that? I had no clue. Um, at the time, it was really just me looking at, say, other people like Brian Boy or just Fashion Toast at the time. So it was like very new. It wasn't a legit career or uh, path for anyone you know no one knew myself included that you could make money of it it was just us styling clothes and just showing them and that was it end of very short and sweet there was no tiktok and all that stuff it was just <laughs> blog put post your outfit this is where it's from and you could buy it right now because i literally just bought it from the shops mm -hmm. well that was it in its most raw form and i think what people loved was the fact that it was raw it was so anti-magazine and glossy and high fashion it was just stuff that they could relate to they could buy right now um and that was really why i why i begun it and it, the the ball just started from there it just so it just snowballed into but i didn't know like i said i didn't know it was a career a, a job thing and I, I never did it with that intent either i started it because it was a personal diary so i started for very personal reasons um without any expectation or knowledge that it could in any way, shape or form become a job. 100% I had no idea. <laughs> well, that is amazing. Like, how did you go from literally just writing this blog and then you mentioned the snowball moment, like it snowballed into a yeah. business. Like, how did that happen? And what was your biggest obstacle? What was your biggest success? Good questions. It's it. Um, it's all baby steps. Nothing happens sort of overnight. So it was all trickling. So I started to slowly get brands approach me one at a time. And usually it was gifting like, oh, we love your style. We'd love to send you this. And to me at that time, I was so naive. I didn't, I was like, oh my God, what? You're going to send me this for free? You know, I just thought I struck gold. So I was like, yes, please. And I just thought it was amazing. I remember saying to Michael, oh my God, they're going to send me this for free. Can you believe it? Like just this wide-eyed innocence of not knowing that, you know, really you should be paid. But, you know, at the time I didn't know and I loved it. And I think I'm glad I went through that process. Um, but then uh, as time progressed and I was doing it, uh, you know, I would, brands would start to ask for like deliverables that like say, oh, could you post this? And could you okay. wear this and post it in this time? You know, and I didn't, I was thinking, hang on a minute. Okay. So this is like work, you know? Yeah. Um, but then also um, I started to hear about, you know, other content creators who were doing it and you could, and you could get paid for it. I didn't have a manager at the time. I wasn't represented. It was just me just sold me so um you know i figured okay so you can, you should ask to be paid but then of course there's the obstacle of what's your value how do you know your worth how do i know what to ask for and it was the wild west so i would just pull any number out because i couldn't think i didn't know what to <laughs> ask for and i was scared i didn't want to run them off and when you're new to this you always i think you devalue yourself and you undervalue yourself yeah. so you don't realize how much you're actually worth um especially when no one professionally has told you yeah so you just come up with anything ask for like a couple hundred dollars you yeah know, and you just cross your fingers they'll say yes you know that's how it was because i didn't know so and but that was how i learned slowly yeah you mentioned um that there were a few other folks in the space. Did you ever, you know, get mentorship from any of them? Did you talk to them? Did you ever ask like, hey, like, what are you getting paid? Yeah, you do after a while. You do, yes, you do after while well, I start to exchange notes, but that wasn't that wasn't for a while for me. I, I kind of worked all by myself, so I was really just doing research of, of looking online and seeing what was what was going on, what was out there, and 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 reading any articles that were around about uh, content creators and bloggers and pay and how much to be paid and stuff like that, and and then also starting to slowly um, speak to managers 
as well. Um, but that didn't happen for a while. When I say quite for a while, I mean, I mean, a good two or three years or so, you know, so in the beginning, it really was Wild West for me and just like just figuring it out myself until I started to speak to people like that. And they give you an idea of like rates and just having the concept of rates and what and how the structure of that is. And because it really was just learning and understanding from the very, very, very beginning. And I think for most people who are starting, especially in my particular job you don't know although now because it's legitimized as an actual career i think there's much more information out there you can just find immediately on rates and if you're at this amount of followers you charge this and if you got this you charge this that wasn't there in the beginning you really were one of the og influencers yeah one of the og fashionistas you mentioned you know how things have changed like what's a piece of advice you would give to someone who has a huge passion for style and fashion and wants to break into the space now? Mm, good, very good question. If they already know what the what they love, first of all, which that starts everything off, and if it's fashion like me, for example, but this will apply to any genre that they're interested in, pick the platform because there are many now that they feel the strongest and most comfortable in. Some people like to chat. So places like TikTok and YouTube are perfect. If you've got a personality, show it. Because I find like the space now is very crowded. There's a lot of people who do this, but there's always room for the standouts. And no one can be you, just like no one can be me. So you have to lean into what makes you, you, and try your best, although it's tempting, to not copy what others are doing. Try and remember that your strength is who you are. There is something about them, about you that makes you different. And also don't be afraid to put excuses in front of you. Because I get a lot of friends who will say to me, oh, I can't do it because, oh, I don't like, I'm not skinny, I'm not 20 years old, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not pretty, I'm not, you know, and they say all the knots where what they don't realize is those are the very things that's their power. So because you are, you know, 15 years old or because you're not this skinny blonde person, you're actually going to attract your tribe because there are many thousands, if not millions of people who are thinking the exact same thing you are. So you're going to actually stand out because they're going to see someone for the first time. It's like, oh, finally, someone that actually looks like me or I can relate to. That is your strength. That is your power. So I think they need to flip it. I love that. And your answer was very profound. And it reminded me of something you actually said when you and I were speaking together at the Marshall's Good Stuff Social in LA. Yeah. You have a very strong ethos of how to define personal style and what style versus fashion is. Can you explain to the BFFs listening how they differ, what makes your style special and mm. Um, you know, if there are any like rules that you think we should follow when choosing our personal style? Yeah, I mean, I have guidelines. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't believe in rules so much because I don't like to encourage people to sort of uh, feel like they should have put themselves in a bucket and say, oh, I am this person, I am this person, because you can cross over onto all different buckets, which is like a magpie, which is what I feel I am sometimes. But I think as a general rule of thumb, if you're really like a novice and like, you know, I'm a blank slate, how do I really what, what do I do tell me give me some pointers 
matters. Um, there's a few things which I do suggest. There's like a couple of questions that you should ask yourself. One is, what is your aesthetic? And that to me is, uh, you know, you could almost think of the characters of like, you know, Miranda, Carrie, you know, Charlotte and Samantha, because uh, they all have their own aesthetic, right? So it's the same principle. Are you girly? Are you tomboy? Are you more of a minimalist person? Um, are you more boho? So kind of narrow down into watch one of those buckets are you and you could be more than one or you could be all of those so don't think you're only one of those because I'm not only one of those but that helps to narrow down the type of clothes and aesthetic that you that you tend to gravitate towards another one is and, and another test also find out what your what your aesthetic is is if someone a friend was to call you and say let's go meet for a drink in an hour at this place or whatever it is what is a what is your emergency outfit what does it look like sometimes it falls into one of those that I just described that already is trying to give you an idea of your kind of aesthetic because you comfortably go towards it and there's a reason why another thing I say to ask is what is your lifestyle are you a student are you a corporate person or do you work from home you know so that also is another layer to add on because that helps to define the functionality of the clothing that you're going to purchase so you can start to roadmap right because you can start to say okay you know those things that come down i don't even describe those as those flow charts where you say okay is karen at the top then underneath are you romantic tomboy minimalist maybe you're a minimalist underneath minimalist okay so what's your lifestyle are you student are you corporate are you this are like you a little pyramid <laughs> like a pyramid yeah. so i just feel like those sort of help to define you um it's very rough but i think it's very helpful so if you walk into a shop you've already got that in your brain so you're not just looking at everything Mm -hmm. you're you already know the kind of person you are the kind of shopper you are in terms of like your aesthetic so just shop for those things that's what I do I know what I like when I walk into a store where I walk into Marshalls I know what I like so I'm just I'm just gravitating to those things only can I ask these days do you prefer to shop in person or online uh good question um it depends on the item so because I feel like there's certain things that uh I just I don't need to try on. For example, um, certain, like I literally just, <laughs> there's things I just bought today online uh, because like there's things I just, that I will buy um, and it could be like a pair of sneakers, for example. And if it's a, a brand that I recognize, then I don't need to try them on. I just already kind of know my sizing. It's just a matter of pick, picking the color. So I'll just do that. But there are certain things where I just like, I just like to go into the, to the store and I just like to see in person. I need to see the fabric in person, you know, so there are those as well. So I think it's a bit of both. It just depends on what, what the item is. Got it. Okay. Um, I do want to pivot us into a little bit more advice and community and chatting about that. Mm. Um, as Marshall's partners, you and I were recently together at the Marshall's Good Stuff Social Club event in New York City, and you spoke about your blog and the community you founded. And I think it was a great example of what Marshall strives for, cultivating a community and resources for everyone to be their best self and have access to the good stuff. And in your opinion, why is fashion such a big community driver? Like, why can you and I bond over the cutest yeah. pair of shoes? Yeah, um, that's a great question. And I think it's because because I've thought about this myself and I have noticed that. And I think it's because it's a universal language. It's like when I've stopped people in the street when I do where did you get that for YouTube, the street style? It is a universal language. I can, and I, because I've proven it over and over again, well, I'll stop someone and I'll say, oh my gosh, I love your coat. And it doesn't matter. It's a complete stranger, but I can literally say, excuse me, where did you get that coat? As soon as you say that, they're going to answer you back. They're not going to walk yeah. off and like, what the hell is that? You know, because 
you're paying them a compliment. Mm -hmm. And so think about if that was you, if I said that to you, you know what I mean? You'll you'll be like, oh, thank you, right? I got it from Marshalls, you know, whatever you got it from. And then uh, that snowballs into a conversation. It's like, oh my gosh, what, what, recently? Yeah, I just got it. No, that sense of pride now. Oh yeah, I just got it like the other day. It was just there, I couldn't believe it. And it was only, you know, and I've literally had these conversations with people. Sometimes they don't even speak, um, their first language isn't even English, but they know what I'm asking them because I'm pointing to it and they know, they're like, oh, you know, like, I literally, it's almost like body language. They know what I'm talking about. But, um, and and I will literally have a conversation with them and they will say where it's from. And I just think that it's really incredible that there are certain topics in this world that are truly universal languages. And I think fashion is one of them. Yeah. And when you got up to people on the street and being like, you know, where did you get that? Has anyone ever been rude to you? Um, that wasn't necessary. Well, yes, a little bit. <laughs> They've been like, you know, that. Well, I've had out of everyone who I speak to, I would say um, eight out of ten stop and talk. Yeah, and, but there are those that too that won't. That okay. they just will say they'll either just ignore me or they'll be like they'll just give me a look like sorry, no, I don't want. I'm, Sorry, sorry. They'll just say no, as if they must think I'm going to a survey or something, but this is yeah. not So maybe they think that's what it is. I'm just doing like a pickup line to be able to start talk to stop them. But, and it's honestly not, I'm honestly just want to talk about their outfit. Yeah. So they'll just, they'll just go by, they'll just go by. But you know, I've, I've even stopped celebrities who I don't even know are. And um, because like I'll post on my YouTube about, I'll just post the videos of me talking to people and their outfit. And then I'll, I'll, I'll head to the comments because I love reading comments. And, um, and it says, Oh my God, Karen didn't know that was blah, blah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. She stopped so-and-so. She didn't. But I think honestly, I actually love that because it shows that that personality genuinely knows I don't recognize them. One. Yeah. And genuinely knows I truly am interested in their outfit. I don't even give a, you know, I don't care what they're, what, who they are. Yeah. I just care about what their outfit is. Yeah. And this happened um, with a very well-known designer, Jerry Lorenzo. I bumped into him in Paris and I didn't realize at the time that he was a, a very big designer for some really big names he's collaborated with that we all recognize and know, some which are also sold at, at Marshalls. I didn't, I had no clue. And he was coming towards me, had an amazing outfit. Oh my God, it was so cool. And I was just like, oh my God, your coat. And so I just saw him coming towards me. I thought, oh, should I stop him? Should I stop him? Because sometimes I get nervous. I'm like, oh, yeah. God, he's so cool. Should I, should I, should I? And then my husband, Michael's like, come on, just go on. You know you want to. Yeah. So I did. I went, oh, sorry, excuse me. And he had a mask on because we were wearing masks at the time. And then I said, I'm so sorry to stop you, but I absolutely love that coat. Where's it from? He said, I made it. And I went, you made that coat? I literally said it like that, like disbelief. But he's a designer, so of course yeah. he made it. But I didn't know it. So, and he knew I didn't know. So I just asked him about everything he was wearing, his shoes. He goes, what about your shoes? He goes, I made those. I went, you made those too? Do you have a website? That's like asking a major runway designer if he has a website. So he yeah. chuckled and said, yes, I do have a website. And he told me it. And then at that moment, the light bulb went off and he could see, because my face is very transparent. So he noticed that I recognized, I realized in an instant who he was. I went, oh, and he went, yeah. And I went, oh, okay, well, I really like your outfit. (laughs) So it was funny. (laughs) That is really funny. And I love that because like, it's it's such a bonding moment. And I'm sure that he went and like went off to coffee or went to lunch or dinner and like told someone like, oh, you'll never guess what just happened. Ha ha. Exactly. Like if I was to ever meet him again, I would literally remind him. And I bet he would remember me because I don't think there are many people who have not recognized him 
Yeah. And I stood out as one who didn't. It's like seeing Beyonce and you don't recognize her. You just like, yeah. you know, she's probably going to remember you. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'd love your quick take before we get into recommendations for the holiday season. What are your thoughts on buying fast fashion versus, you know, spending a little bit more or, you know, getting a higher quality piece, but buying fewer of them? Mm. I think there is room for both. Um, I think with the fast fashion, you just you treat it differently. Uh Um, so with fast fashion because I own both in my wardrobe so I think with that side of things you make it slow fashion so I hold on to things I've had for a long time Um, and I think you purchase better you purchase and when I say purchase better you purchase quality over quantity just because it's cheap doesn't mean you should buy it I think it's more about looking in your wardrobe because your your wardrobe is finite this doesn't have an infinite amount of space and neither do we in the whole world when you think about it so you buy pieces that are long-termers in your in your wardrobe um, versus anything that's just trendy. And I think that slows it down. And that's happened to me already with things I bought as fast fashion, which I've had for years. And I still own them because I bought that way. They're staples. And you can do the same with higher end as well. Mm, I like that. That's nice. You get to have a little bit of both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fashion, accessories, decor are all important ways of expressing yourself. We've established that. What is on your holiday list this year? Tell me so I can copy your list. Um, Also, what are some of your top gifting recommendations for this holiday season? Good one. Speaking of gifting, the holidays don't have to be stressful if you let our advertising partners at Marshalls help you out. Marshalls has high quality on-trend merchandise ranging from the best seasonal fashion and home decor to all the self-care for you and everyone on your holiday gifting list. And it's always at a great price. During the jolliest of seasons, Marshalls is your go-to one-stop shop, making gift giving at a great value a breeze. Now that you save on holiday shopping, invest those savings into your self-care journey. Whether it's items for your yoga practice, morning skincare routine, or relaxing fragrances for nighttime, you deserve the best self-care you can get. Um, I think that for myself personally, like what would I like to give yeah. to myself? Self-gifting. I probably, I personally like, like, I mean, I've done this because I've gone into Marshalls and they've got, I saw these boots. Oh, they're still ingrained in my memory. I don't think they were my size. Although they were the other day and I didn't take them. And I'm, I'm killing myself, kicking myself because I went back and my size was gone. But um, it was just this cool boots they were like mock croc and I knew the designer I was like what I can't believe this is here and I was like holy crap I want these boots and I should have I should have bought them now I'm starting to get upset again but anyway so I would self-gift myself um something like those because I just thought they were special they were multicolored, very unusual but really classic design so something like that uh, also um outerwear as well I, I'm a sucker for mm. outerwear. always looking outerwear oh and like slip dresses and I love and, and slip skirts I love stuff like that like to mix and layer you can wear them as is for like a party going out like layer the like last time I saw you you were in a slip dress so you do I was in a slip dress and also I had it as well for a recent Marshall's Good Stuff uh, uh, club event I just realized oh my god it was the same I wore a slip dress for both occasions I can't believe yeah. I just did that but I did the same thing uh, I just love the slinkiness of them. Um, I'll pair them with boots or I can pair them with a, a heel. Um, they look good layered on top of a thin turtleneck, which is one way I love to dress them. Mm, okay. um, yeah, they look really I've cool. never thought about that. That's Yeah, great. because instead of showing like all your chest out, your bare skin out and your arms out, just get like a really thin knit 
polo and there's loads of them at Marshalls and just layer that slinky slip dress on top of it and it just creates like a really cool effect and then you can add like a really cool pair of boots like knee-high boots and now you've got this full look going and then layer like a um, layer this underneath um, a long line coat single-breasted and now you've got this whole vibe happening you know so that's for self-gifting but for other people I was in Marshalls recently and I was honestly I was really impressed by the amount of gift sets that I saw. So they've done the thinking for you, which is genius. And they split it, right, in sections. So you can have section for, like, um, your girlfriends, like beauty sets. Like I saw, like, flat irons and stuff. Actually, sorry, I self-gifted myself the flat iron. Um, But, you know, (laughs) you can get for someone yeah, <laughs> but you know, they had like gifted sets already, beauty sets done, and the same for like um, geek, like uh, tech. You know, they yeah. had like headphones and Sorry, stuff. Did you just call tech geek? I'm dying. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know what I mean though. Gadgets, you know, gadgets. Yeah, you know that I know that Michael will probably like love. So they had those as well. So they, and the stuff, the home as well, they had like, just like they, so they create in store, like these little vignettes, these areas, like gifts for the home. So you're not like running around like a headless chicken, but you know, they just made it easy for you to like, just go to like the categories that you're thinking of and just to give you suggestions and, you know, ideas you never thought of. Yeah. And do you have any tips um, aside from shopping the bundles, um, yeah. to really, really find the highest quality items. Like, is there something that you specifically like look for? Yeah. For example, I'll look for, um, if I was in the clothing section, I look for like fabrics, like cashmere, mm. find like wools, which they really do well on. So I look for things like that. Also, I look for like class, just classic designs. For example, I love, like I said, I love a good men's shopping in the men's section of Marshall. So I've also got like a men's suit. So if you have a girlfriend or who's into that same vibe, has like a minimalist vibe, she would be so impressed if you was to get her a men's suit. Honestly, especially no, seriously, because I have a friend of mine who likes the same stuff as me. So when I buy it, she likes it. So I know what to do. I just pretend I'm shopping for myself. Because if you do that, guaranteed she's going to like it. Because you pretend I go into a shop and go, okay, I'm not even thinking what does she want. I just think, what do I want? And I buy that, but I give it to her. Because I know that is what she is going to want. See, that is a tip. That I'm giving to you right now. So. Shop for yourself, but for other people. For other people, yes. Especially when you know their style is the same as yours. That's how you do it. Mm, that's actually a really, really good one. It's a good one, right? I do like that one a lot because I feel like all of my girlfriends, when they come over, they're like, oh, this is cute. And I'm like, yes. want to borrow it? Because I know yes. you, that's what you're trying to ask me right now. <laughs> that's that's exactly it. So yeah, that's that's, and I've been doing that for a, a bit now. And I've found it's not, it's never proved me wrong. I like that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Into our final section of the podcast, speed round, lightning round. Um, Just give me the answer off of the top of your head. Don't overthink it. First and foremost, what is your favorite fashion piece or trend right now? I'm loving red. That's like, I'm just coming, just letting it come out naturally. Um, I do love it. I love, I, I, at the beginning I was like, Oh, really? But now, now I'm like, actually no, because I saw it during fashion month. Um, and it's really taken a hold, I've noticed, for this trend, for this season. And I do have pieces that are in red, and I've noticed that you can get them at Marshall's as well. I saw they, they've got it literally scattered throughout, so you can you can literally shop that trend. Um, and, I, and in general, I just love outerwear. I am a sucker mm. for it. Oh, my gosh. I just, I can't tell you enough. Karen, can I tell you? I started that red trend. 
I wanted everyone at my upcoming wedding to wear red, but no. then my idea got nixed by my fiance because he said it was going to be too matchy matchy. <gasps> but I'm just saying, I want to put it out there. I started this red trend. It certainly when, when When was that? When we were planning the wedding, like months and months ago. I'm, I'm <gasps> joking. Obviously, I don't think, I'm just saying, I don't think any of these ultra high end couture fashion houses came up with it. I came up with it because I wanted it to be the main color in my wedding. <laughs> Honestly, these, all of these designers, they have location scouts. They go out there and see what's trending anyway. So we set the trends. They just follow. We, we set the trends. That's we what are it the is. <laughs> I would love to ask, what is your favorite blog to follow? Aside from yours, of course. Oh my gosh. Um, who am I following? I'm not really looking at blogs as much as I used to. I'm looking mm -hmm. more, if I had to be honest, I'm looking just more like online. Like, okay, wait, wait, let's, let's pivot the question. Who is your favorite follow? Wow. One person. You can give me like three. This is like a hard question. Oh yeah. This is, yeah, this is. Cause I, um, I love, I, well, I have a girl crush on Te Tessa Thompson. Um, I mm, think she's, okay. Yeah, she's just got the most incredible style. I love following um, London Girl NYC because her style is just unbelievably good. It's just so epic. Um, and there is a guy I follow, um, and his name is Ali Yoon. On, and these are all on Instagram. Um, his style is insane. Um, and again, it's a nod to menswear, right? So, but he just does it in such a cool contemporary way. And he's so sleek. So I think those are the three that come to mind instantly. Of course, there's more, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> all of your other fashion friends are now mad at you um I know. <laughs> okay so i give you two hundred dollars what are you spending it on and you can't get you can't get outerwear sorry ah, i can't get underwear okay if i can't get outerwear it's two hundred dollars um what would i what would i what would karen honestly get i want to be as truthful and <laughs> as kind of natural as possible for $200. I'll tell you where I'll go to section wise. Cause that's just how I am. I don't necessarily have a thing, a thing in mind. I know what sections I go to. Okay. Um, and I love going to, I just have a thing for shoes. Sorry. So I just, I will go to shoes cause I will just look to see, just peruse through the aisles and see what's there. Um, and then if I don't see anything from there, then I'll pivot and I'll probably go to dresses okay. because it is the season right now. Yeah. So, and, you know, and I've seen, you know, like I said, I've seen so many that I've liked as well. I remember, like I said, you know, I love slip dresses. I've told you that. Yeah. Well, I've worn them. You see me wear them. So I would go to the, I honestly, I'd probably go to this. In fact, I'll go there first. Screw the shoes. I'm going to dresses. That's the first place I'm going. Shoes, <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I love shoes, but I have so many. I mean, who doesn't, right? So yeah. I'm, going to go to the sh I'm going to go to the dresses first. I'm as, I'm as specific okay, okay. As, as the type of clothing category. And it's going to be dresses because I know I can just dress them up or down and I just have a soft spot for them. Cool. Okay. What is your favorite item to style around? Like what can really pull a look together? Mm, that's a great question. Um, quite a lot of things. I feel like I can, I can style around almost anything, but my favorite thing to style around. Wow. Um, maybe just a pair of jeans. Believe it or what? Not. Yeah, because you can style around jeans so easily. Or just denim as a category. Okay. You know, I feel like because because everyone can relate to to denim. We all have it. Um, and I think you can truly. It's it's the one thing that you really can dress up or dress down is is jeans. 
And I've really been into baggy jeans. I have quite a few wide leg baggy jeans. I'm just, oh, I'm just in love with those. So I can just see me coming up with lots of different ways to just dress them up or down. Yeah, that's, that's me currently right now. Yeah. Can I tell you what I thought you were going to say? Well, a belt. Oh, wow. Yeah, belt is a good one. Why did you think I was going to say a belt? Because when I was uh, wearing a, like a pink dress and you were like, you know how you can elevate this? Swap mm -hmm. out this belt that it came with with a different belt. And yeah. that's what you told me personally is like just advice for my life. So right. now I think about you every time when I take the belt off of clothing and put a new one on. Yeah, and that is a really good piece of, well, she says patting herself on the back. But that is a very good piece of advice because it is because it's true because belts yeah. are the under. Um, oh my god! Speaking of belts, sorry, I just I had to add this in because you you started off the belts. So I'm going to like yeah. continue. Honestly, from the men's sections of Marshalls, I got this belt and it is black on black. So the buckle is not even silver oh. or gold; it's black. So the the leather. Uh, the belt itself is black, but the belt itself is um, a black hardware. So the whole belt is black. Black on black. Black on black. And it's so... It's a so matte or shiny black. Cool. No, it's not even a shiny black either. It's like a sheen, like a sheen to it. Okay. And it looks so expensive. And I've been belting that over like blazers. Like I'll just overlap a blazer and I'll cinch the belt. Well, cinch it with the belt, so it has like a peplum effect with the with the blazer. You and it just makes it look so cute with like a midi skirt or a midi dress, like the slip dresses. Yeah. And it's such a vibe. It looks so cool, but that belt looks very expensive, and it doesn't. You don't know where it's from, and that's like a that was a massive. That's one of my favorite belts I've I bought recently. I love, and you know, you've talked a couple about a couple pieces that you are just obsessed with. So menswear, blazers, slip dresses. What are the three most important pieces in a capsule wardrobe? Because I'm trying to minimize a little bit. Wow, the three, like three. Again, I don't like to because it depends on the type of aesthetic you have, remember? Because yeah. what is the three? Okay, wait, what one? about me? You know me-ish, like enough. You've seen me wear clothes a couple times. Like, what would you say would be my three? Okay, yes. All right, so your personal three. Um, capsule three. I would do the dress for sure. Because you can truly, that's versatile. You mm. can make, really make that go up and down in so many different directions with belts, with whatever. Layering yeah. over it, under it. You can turn it into So wait, wait, what color is this dress? Uh, I don't know what your personal favorite color is, but whatever that is, I would- we'll go black. Okay, I thought you were going to say I'll red. anything black. <laughs> but yeah, let's go black. Black is easy. So black and black is good because you can, you, it's really a versatile color anyway. And it's year round. So, yeah. That black dress. It doesn't have to be a little black dress. You know, it can be whatever the dress silhouette is that you're most comfortable in. So that's the one. Two, I'd probably pick that right boot. I think that 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 right heeled boot is also extremely versatile because it can go with so many other things in your wardrobe, whether it's trousers, jeans, it can go with the dress, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then the last thing is, because that's my personal favorite too, which is outerwear. I'd pick that one outerwear piece okay yeah i would whether it's a jacket or a, a longer coat probably a, a blazer i would think because i think even though blazers is one of those items that's in a typical capsule wardrobe i think there are so many different cuts to blazers there is a cut for everyone mm -hmm. so it's a matter of picking the right cut for you and not just picking a blazer because yeah. they're not going to like them. It's got to be the cut that you like because the kind of blazer i might like is a different one that you would like so yeah. let's pick Let's make it more individual, and that's the key. Okay, 
I like those and I think you picked right because those are three things that I have been trying to buy more of lately. Um, so I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me today and giving all of this style, shopping, holiday event, cutes, outfit advice. Um, can you tell everyone listening where we can find you and how we can support you? Oh, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I love this chat. This is brilliant. Um, you can find me. My name is Karen Britchick. So Karen uh, and then Brits like British and chick like chicken. So Karen Britchick. <laughs> All one word and it's the same everywhere so on youtube my tiktok and instagram my blog is called where did you get that but for those first those last the first three it's karen brick and I, that's where i am everywhere i love that thank you so much for coming on oh thanks for having me this is fun i loved it on behalf of myself and my advertising partner, Marshalls, thank you for listening to today's episode. Marshalls is always on their game with the latest high-quality, on-trend fashion, beauty, and home decor merchandise at amazing prices. At Marshalls, you can maximize savings and invest those savings in any of your future endeavors, maybe that upcoming holiday PTO or your self-care journey in the new year. Managing your finances properly does not mean you have to sacrifice quality or self-care. Marshalls makes it possible to get the good stuff for less, no matter who or what you're shopping for. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Net Worth and Chill. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a rating and a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Got a financial question you want answered in the future? You can leave me a voicemail or text me at 908-858-3410. Make sure to follow me at Your Rich BFF across social media for even more relatable financial content. Special thanks to my team at Audioboom as well as Range Media and WME. See you next week. Bye! Thank you.